Hey mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hey, mamas, just popping in for a quick bonus episode this week to share with you new resource that I love. It is the Who, What, Why series by Danica Cooley. And I have reviewed one of her books before, and I love that one too. But this series just came out and it's great time because we've got Reformation Sunday coming up in a couple of weeks. It's the Sunday closest to Halloween, which actually this year falls on Halloween. So if you are a family that does not celebrate Halloween, that might be a really great way to add in some fun and also some church history by checking out Reformation Sunday. And you can dress up in period pieces, um, period clothes from that time and do all sorts of fun family activities based on the Reformation. Reformation Sunday is just a day to celebrate what God did um, during the Reformation through lots of people and um, to separate the Protestant church from the Catholic church and to bring the Bible into the hands of his people. You can read all about it in these books by Danica Cooley. Um, So the first book is Who Was Martin Luther? And he um, was the guy who did the 95 Thesis onto the church wall and uh, the door and um, really started um, getting the message out that God's intention for the church is not what was happening during that time. And the theology and practices of the church then um, were really hindering people from knowing God and his love and his grace. And so Martin Luther fell in love with God and the word and really started to understand that the Catholic church was going in the wrong direction and um, helped to find a new way for God's word to to come to the people. So um, God really used Martin Luther. The book is so fun. So you would not think that a church history book would be super fun, but these are. Um, she is really funny. And I love the style of writing of all three of these books um, because it sounds like, like I feel like I'm listening to a mom telling her kids stories from church history, which is so cool. Um, And it just, it feels kind of um, like affectionate and there's warmth and there's silliness 
and there's love and like the gospel is in every book, each of the three books. And it's just, it's so good. Um, I'm really excited to share these with my eight-year-old. She loves biographies and history. And so we just got these in the mail a couple days ago. So I'm really excited for her to get to read them and the conversations that we are going to have. Um, so who was Martin Luther is the first one. What was the Gutenberg Bible is the second one. And that one obviously is all about the Gutenberg Bible and how God used these people and this new invention of the printing press to get his words into people's hands so that more people could spend time with God, know who he is, know how much they love him, and to are able to um, just carry his word with them physically as well as in their hearts because of it. Um, and I love this book. Um, she talks about the heart languages and being able to have the Bible in people's heart language. And so um, because of the Gutenberg Bible, many, many years ago, now the Bible has been able to be translated into so many languages all over the world. And God can really speak to his people um, through his word. Finally, the last book in the series is Why Did the Reformation Happen? And again, it's just, um, it really points you to God over and over and to Jesus and his um, love for people and his love for the church. Um, and so this book just really, it calls out the poor theology of the church at that time, but it does so lovingly. And, um, but it's truth. There's so much truth that she shares and scripture that she shares, but she does it in such a fun, playful way. And you know, I'm all about play. And these books um, just have that lighthearted, enjoyable quality to them. So I highly um, recommend them. If you are a homeschooling mom, these books would be great. Um, for curriculum. I'm not a homeschooling mom. I think homeschooling moms are awesome. I'm not one. And that's okay too. We all make our own choices. But um, these books have a place in my family too, I think. And in, in my house, um, we can still study church history, whether or not it's part of a curriculum and my kids are getting graded for it. So I think the books are great for all Christian families. Um, it brings so much of the history to life. It um, She does a really good job of talking about the setting and the culture of the time and just brings it to life. Um, like there were times when I was like really emotionally involved in the book and I was like, oh, what's going to happen to Martin Luther next? And like, oh my gosh, my heart. And just like, when he finally understands God's love for him. It was just like a really powerful moment. And that's because of her writing and just the way she 
does um, her storytelling. It just will help your kids use their imaginations, their mind, and sense of humor as they see what God did through real-life events and the people um, of the time to bring His Word into the hands and hearts of His people then and now. So I think um, we always want to help our kids see what God has done, what He's doing, and what He will do. And these three books are a great way to do that. You can um, find the links to these on my website, createdtoplay.com. You will find um, there's a review for the whole series and a review for each of the books. I will link those in the show notes, as well as to Danica Cooley's website and, um, and links to get the books. She also has Lots of free printables on her website, such as lap books and things that if you are a homeschool family or you just want to do some extra um, learning about these topics, they're free on her website and some uh, fun little crafts that you and your family may enjoy if that's something that your kids like. Um, You know how I feel about being very strict about crafts, so hold them with an open hand if you want to share them with your kids. Um, That's my suggestion. Always lean towards giving your kids freedom and creativity. Um, If you want to know more about that and you haven't listened to that episode, check out um, episode 11, I believe, uh, Practical Theology of Arts, Crafts, and creativity. Um, So thanks for joining me today. I hope this is helpful. If you have any questions about Reformation Day or want some other ideas for how to celebrate that, um, feel free to drop me an email or find me on Instagram. I would love to talk about that. We celebrated Reformation Sunday each year when I worked at a Presbyterian church, and it was so fun to create Lots of fun, playful activities for the kids to um, bring some church history into their their world today. And um, so, yeah, I would love to talk to you about that. Anyways, have a great day, mamas. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.